This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, February 14th, 2013. I'm Caleb Brown. How much is another year in Afghanistan worth to you? Is it worth your mortgage interest deduction? John Basil Utley, associate publisher of the American Conservative, says it's a good way to think about the price of war and global militarism. We spoke today. It's precisely that it, it's very difficult to see the costs of war uh, juxtaposed with other costs. You know, we all know war is expensive, but seldom do you see the, you understand what it's costing us in real money. Uh, I say a million, we can more or less understand a million. We multiply our earnings, our salary by so many months, and we, we get up to a million. A billion, nobody, few people understand. A million is a thousand, a billion is a thousand million. That's already beyond comprehension, and a trillion is a thousand billion. But I like to say, when I, instead of billions, I like to say thousand million. Uh, it makes it a little more comprehensive. Anyway, the Politico uh, uh, newspaper uh, and website put out a, a piece called Tax Loopholes Alone Can't Solve the Fiscal Deficit. And in it, they put a rare figure is what does it cost the government for these different loopholes? The, one of the biggest is the home mortgage deduction. That's a $100 billion a year. All the home mortgage interest deductions, the interest, that all Americans get, that benefit that, of course, the government keeps talking, taking it away, is roughly $100 billion a year. Well, that's what it costs us to do the war in Afghanistan. I made the comparisons, of course, not many people do. It's $100 billion to all equals the war in Afghanistan. Would you rather have your mortgage deduction or the war in Afghanistan? One question. But more interesting is the charitable and educational deduction. That Think of all the museums, the orchestras, the universities, the tremendous – the great, institu the great uh, edif buildings and institutions in America are largely done with, with charitable tax-free deductions. Now, what the government is aiming is to – most of these institutions depend on really deductions that the wealthy take. Uh, the same day that w I read that in the, the Museum of Natural History in New York had a whole new wing – donated by a single family. It's that kind of thing. Well, we have 50 billion is what it costs for all the charitable deductions in made in America, charitable and educational deductions. And out of that in the educational is a small part of it is think tanks, which is a big part of the thinking that goes on in Washington. And believe me, the government doesn't like it because the think tanks challenge the government. So now they're thinking of taking away all those deductions the, from the wealthy people or half of it to make it to a vast decline. It's only $50 billion a year or roughly five to six months of war in Afghanistan. And we're going to lose that. That's what they're starting to chip away. So it, give, it puts numbers in perspective that we can understand. I mean we understand war itself is an attack on civil society because it uh, – it, it, is, it is an admission that uh, talk has essentially failed, but getting rid of or taxing money that people then uh, have given to 
nonprofits is also an attack on civil society. Uh, absolutely. And one of the great things America has is the tax deduction for uh, educational and charity. It's all the charity, including that the Salvation Army, all the donations made where there's a tax deduction involved. Uh, it's, it's incredible. And of course, the war, never mind. Let, let me add a few more numbers that are quite interesting. Uh, it came out the other day from uh, the Washington Post. Uh, Walter Pinkers is the, uh, one of their uh, columnists that the cost of taking the equipment out of Afghanistan, just getting out of there is going to be billions of dollars. Uh, he draws the, uh, he brought up the numbers, 268,000 tons of supplies, 44,000 containers, 750,000 major items, 50,000 vehicles. Now, we're in Afghanistan, we go and fight in a landlocked area. You would have had Napoleon or Julius Caesar would have rolled over in their graves thinking of an army going into a place where you don't have good supply lines. The Pakistanis, is, many of them hate us. The other way they take stuff out is through Russia and Eastern Europe and Central Asia by rail and train. And, or they can fly it out of Afghanistan. And that was another example. Pincus used the backscatter vans, which are the vans that uh, have x-rays to define mines, uh, $150,000 each to take them out. These are just vans because they're, they're so precious. They'd fly them out first and then put them on a ship. The, the costs of war are unfathomable. And the great point here is you see what, what it really costs us. Uh, and the taxpayers, you know, this is on Obama's thing. Uh, already they started with the reform at the end of last year is chiseling away at the deductions that wealthy people get for, for donations to, to charity and education. Ultimately, of course, Politico in, in their article is right. It, it can't close a deficit. But when you think about our total budget, we have two departments that are devoted, supposed to be devoted to uh, securing the United States and protecting us. We have the Department of Homeland Security and the Department of Defense, which uh, is, is sort of a redundancy. But so much of what we do uh, in the Department of Defense is defending other countries. Well, yeah, supposedly defense is to defend the country. Ron Paul uses the number 50-50. He says half the budget is, is for defense and half is for uh, what he calls militarism, uh, bases and, and I would say including attacking other countries, uh, of, of course, for reason. And that, but you're leaving out the CIA. That's another $50 billion, but it's not just the CIA. There's a whole bunch of intelligence agencies as well that we don't know about. And there the money is hidden. The Pentagon has to publish its figures. Now, there's a perfect example. Leon Panetta, the Secretary of Defense, was before head of the CIA. Only when he got to the Pentagon did we learn that he was flying back every weekend on government planes back to California. He likes a long weekend and, and it's nice. And I don't know, Air Force planes, I suppose. Every weekend now when it was in the CIA, it was hidden in the budget. Nobody knew about it. When it got to Pentagon, uh, uh, Pentagon does publish everything. Although they need an audit. Remember, Rand Paul wants them to be audited. But uh, you get an idea of what's hidden. Now, the Washington Post ran a report a few years ago 
on intelligence agencies in Washington, the redundancy, they compete with each other, they pack everywhere, and uh, they have 50,000 reports they were issuing in this Post article, 50,000 reports every year. Well, I don't know who reads them, or they, they hide them, then they're classified, maybe they're read, maybe they're not. And no one in Washington, I never saw a congressman saying, let's investigate if there's extra waste. So there's probably more waste in the intelligence agencies than even in the Pentagon. Do you think that taxpayers are, uh, you said that it's incomprehensible, really, billions and trillions of dollars. Do you think taxpayers uh, really uh, are willing to line up war in Afghanistan with mortgage interest deduction? Well, let's ask them. be an interesting poll. Would you rather have your mortgage interest deduction or, or another year in Afghanistan? I'd like to see that. John Basil Utley is associate publisher of the American Conservative magazine. We spoke earlier today. You can read more on the costs of war at our website, cato.org.